know. <laughs> the podcast, you're holding a mic. The mic is built into your phone. You already have everything you need. Like, you're talking to me as if I already know. Like, we're 250 episodes in. I don't know if that's the actual episode count. But, like, we've been here for four seasons now. One on four seasons. Like, you would think that I would know that my phone is a mic and it's all everything that I need already here. Like, Anchor, I get it. I get it. I just re-downloaded the app on my phone. You're trying to give me the lay of the land. But listen here, I already know. I already know what I'm doing here. <laughs> it's comical to me for them to <laughs> think that I don't know what's going on. Anyways, to my point, this is Kamari's Place. Welcome to Kamari's Place. I hope you're having a wonderful day, evening, night, or whatever time you're listening to this podcast. This is what we do here on um, Kamari's Place. We welcome you in. We tell you, hey, come in. This is, in case you don't know, let me get, give you guys the lay of the land. Because <laughs> as we've already established, I know the lay of the land. Let me give you the lay of the land if you don't already know the lay of the land. So, Here's the lay of the land. This is Kamari's place, right? This is my podcast. This is my figurative home, my figurative apartment, right? I can't wait till I actually get a home and then I can say like, this is my figurative home for sure. But this is like my figurative apartment, right? Um, And this is a place where I tend to just kind of come in and share with you guys about what's going on with life. What am I doing? What is Kamari thinking? How is Kamari growing? How is Kamari experiencing? What's going on? That's what this podcast is about. It's about me sharing all things Kamari in hopes of inspiring you to explore all things you and then hopefully sharing all things you with other people around you. Now, obviously, we know about boundaries. We talk about that a lot on this podcast. So we're not just putting ourselves out here like to be vulnerable fully to people who don't deserve it, but to a degree that's called balance. So we're sharing our authentic selves, um, but in a balanced way, in a healthy way, in a way that's not going to have us um ultimately um hurt but that's not besides, that's besides the point that's not why we're here we're here because i feel festive i am feeling festive i'm feeling festive yeah so it's the christmas season oh what are you in? no i'm not telling you what you what i'm waiting for in the mail so my best friend is texting me right now and i told her i was like hey um is it pausing okay good um I was telling her, like, hey, listen, like, let's wait to exchange gifts. Like, I have something coming in the mail on the 28th, so let's just wait until after then you can give me my gift in. She's like, what's coming in the mail? No, I'm not telling you what's coming in the mail. You gonna find out when we when it get here. She gonna find out when it get here. Let me text her. Let me... I don't like the new update either on iOS, because why can't I text you back? Why can't I text her back, like, swiping on the message? Um, I'm not going to tell you because that ruins the surprise. Okay. But what I will say, but what I will say, um, but anyway, sorry for that, you know, interruption. Today it is currently, um, 7:31 on December 22nd. So Christmas is right around the corner. I just got back from the store from buying my mom some last minute gifts and I'm going to wrap some gifts that my sister brought for my nephew. And you know what? I'm kind of like in this mood where I'm feeling festive and also I kind of want to like go around the house gather things and re-gift them as gag gifts. So like me and my mom bought this um blender a while ago now like um what is it called um for black friday we bought this and it's essentially for my dad because he broke the last blender and he don't need to be touching her neutral um blender as she said so she got a blender and it's primarily for him to use I feel like this is not something that he's going to be excited about. I already have his gift that he got like from me. I believe that my mom's going to give him something 
But um, this is a gaff gift. He's not going to be excited to see this. I'm pretty sure he already saw it. And the the real gag of it all is that he bought it with his own money. We went in the store and we swiped his card to buy this blender. So I just feel like it would be funny to re-gift it to him, even though like you literally bought it. It's a blender. You don't care. So I'm about to go all around the house and pick up stuff from my dad and from my mom and maybe even from my nephew and wrap it up and gift it to them for Christmas. I think that's going to be funny. So. Come on head and come on head because my daddy is outside with his friend and my mom is not here yet. She's coming from the hospital. So we got a good little second to go around a little house, pick up some little stuff. Uh, I can't wait. <laughs> it's Wednesday, so I'm hoping that the stuff that I get, it is not going to be integral to my parents functioning for the next two days. Like I want to like re-gift some tools that my dad uses for his phone. I don't think he's going to be fixing anything anytime soon. Not my bestie saying I'm scared. JK, JK. Okay, cool beans, cool beans. Um, but yeah, so let's go ahead and do this and then I'm going to start... Um, putting all the gifts together and stuff, constructing my mom's gift basket and, you know, just doing the things, doing the things. While we're doing that, let's talk about something that just came to my mind because this is what we do on Kamari's Place podcast. I just talk about what I forgot. I literally forgot to do the, the, the intro. Like I did the intro, but I did not do the intro how we do the intro in Kamari's Place. Like I was just like, hello, welcome to Kamari's Place. Hope you're having a wonderful day, evening, night, whatever time. And then I cut out. Like I'll tell you what we're doing and then I'll cut out and I'll come back so now I'm gonna go have to go in and break that up or we're just not gonna have our background music like we usually have because honestly I'm feeling lazy I know I know I know I know I'm feeling lazy I know I'm gonna wrap I'm gonna wrap this empty bottle of cologne I'm in my papa's palace or the you know the front living room this is where he hangs out so I'm gonna tape this I'm gonna wrap up this tape i'm gonna wrap up this empty bottle of perfume or cologne this tool kit that he uses all the time i'm gonna wrap up this mask <laughs> i don't know why i want to do this i feel like this is cruel but whatever and then i'll give them the real gifts later hmm. i'm gonna wrap these up it looks like new glasses that he got I'm gonna wrap these up and re-gift it to him what else can I take I think that's it for the gag gifts for my dad I feel like that's all that I need to take oh no um I'll leave this tool one here okay so let's go hurry up before he comes in and then we're gonna come out and we're going to find some stuff that my mom <laughs> find some stuff to rewrap and re-give to my mom Ugh, funny story for my mom's 50th birthday in october i had bought her this mug that says like number one mom I don't know for either her birthday the prior year or Christmas the prior year or Mother's Day one of those big holidays where you have to get your parents gifts I bought it for her she never used that mug and so since she never used it I took it and I added it to the stuff that I already bought her and oh dang I should have bought him some more cocoa butter but i haven't been at bj's anyways that's besides the point i took that mug and i wrapped it up and i gifted that along with all the stuff that i got her new for this year and she's like oh you know <laughs> and i was telling everybody i re-gifted she's like shh, 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 it's okay it's okay and so needless to say she now uses that mug so i think that re-gifting can be of benefit especially to people who have a lot of stuff so then you tend to forget easily the stuff that you have so it needs to be put back in your face a second time and maybe it'll click then what's other things should i give my mom it's actually hard to gag gift my mom i don't know what i want to gag gift her it's like I want to this is the thing 
I want to gift her something that I know she knows that she already has. So when she opens it, I want her to be like, oh, no, she's here. Okay, I'm about to go. I can't talk no more because she on the phone. She here, girl. I'm going to get the gifts and then I'll tell you what I got when I get back in. Okay. All right. Bye. I got to go. Stop. Stop. I got to go. I got to go. Y'all, I got to go. I cannot stay. Leave me so I can do what I got to do. Okay. I'm going to come back and I'm going to tell y'all what I got. All right, so she's in the shower. I successfully think I averted the Komosadise crisis. So I got a couple of things. I'm currently looking for a couple of other things. But honestly, I don't want to overdo it because then it'll take the gag away from it. So I think everything I got is everything I need. I'm now going to go into the room and start wrapping everything but first let me go outside and get some wrapping paper because i feel like i'm wasting paper but so be it anything for the festiveness don't mind my papa and his little music and whatnot this proves i'm haitian One thing that I love about my mom being a person that keeps a lot of things, like we have a lot of stuff in our house. Whenever we need something, more than likely, it's in the garage or it's in the corner or somewhere, more than likely we have it. And that's one thing that I will say. What my mom needs is just organization. We need a lot of like storage systems like cabinets and shelves and stuff and those are things that we're lacking in so it tends to just like you know be put wherever but I am committed to working on that um in the near future so that all of her stuff just not negative can um be put somewhere and have it be nice but anyways I didn't really look through the whole, I guarantee you there's like spiders inside of the tube, but at least there are any lizard or, lizards or anything like that, hopefully. All right, let me plug up my phone. Why didn't this like beep like it usually does? I cannot wait for the um, winter season to be over solely because of the purpose that I spend a lot and I'm overspending. I spend way too much. I love being Haitian. And I want to, like, be more Haitian so bad. So hopefully in the future, that can be a reality. What I mean by more Haitian, I just mean more in tune with Haitian culture. Because I don't know everything. I don't know the nooks and the crannies and everything that makes. That's what makes it Haitian. Like, I don't know what makes it Haitian. I know what makes it hip-hop, but I don't know what makes it Haitian. You know? But anyways... Let's start, I, you know, I'm going to save the gag gifts to the end because those are not things that I'm actually going to give or those are, th- those are not things that I need to give, need to gift. So let me focus on the stuff that I need to gift first and then if I have time and I'm feeling like it and all that kind of stuff, we can move to the gag gifts. So... I'm going to work on doing my mom's gift because that's the main gift that I um, got today that I need to prepare. It was so hard. I'm sorry if you like can't hear me. I'm trying to keep you near me, but at the same time, you're kind of like in the way. But um, it was so hard to prepare a gift for my mom because as I was just saying, she has almost any and everything you could ever imagine. She has it 
all and so it's very hard to find someone a gift that has it all you know what I mean it's very hard to find a gift for someone who has everything um and then on top of that she doesn't really want or ever need much you know what I mean so um there would be a day that I would like to gift her a sizable financial gift but it's I'm not at that point yet so the things that I would like to get her that are more big ticket like um things that she could really use or need it's like a retreat you know going away on a trip for three days or five days or you know um just kind of giving her some you know extra funds so that she can put it into her savings or do things that she's been wanting to do and make larger impacts on other people around her those are all things that I can't fund just yet um so I'm gonna be looking to do that in the future but for now what's in my tax bracket is very hard to do it so what I always rely on is buying her things that are very practical and day-to-day like things that I know she likes and you know it'll just be one less thing that she has to buy when she picks up something like say for instance she loves crystal light so I got that she loves pickles like she's obsessed with pickles anything pickle related anything she loves pickles so Instead of making her spend five dollars on pickles, I'll just get that. You know what I mean? She also told Elijah that she wanted this forever rocher. Um <laughs> chocolate. So I got that. I'm gonna put his name on it. This Dr. Teals. I know she likes to soak her feet anytime she's gonna go out or do anything. I'm trying to talk low because I think she's talking to my aunt, but at the same time the walls be feeling thin. So um yeah, so I got her this Dr. Till's set with some bath salt and some foaming body and some body wash and oil and all that kind of stuff. So I love that that was on here. A nice little kit for around $10. I love that. So that's basically going to be her main gift. And then I picked up, like I said, some cookies. I'm mean, not some cookies, but I don't know what that is. I picked up some chips and some pickles and the crystal light, as I said, in the chocolate. So that's what I'm working on right now. I'm trying to pull off the, the sticker. I need to get everything that I need because I do not want to continuously get up from off this floor. I haven't taken my shower yet. Um, so... I'm able to sit on the floor. Guys, I'm just that different. Like, I will not sit on my floor if I have already taken a shower and put on the pajamas that I'm going to wear to bed. Like, there's no way. I am not going to sit in the common areas. I'm not going to sit on the couch. I'm not going to sit in the office on the rolling chair. If I have already taken a shower and I'm wearing the clothes that I'm going to get in my bed with. That's just how special I am the reason why you may ask because all of those different places that I just named the floor the couch the office chair the kitchen table chairs all of those things right have had outside contact with outside content if that makes any sense so basically outside clothes everybody comes in they sit on the couch they lay on the couch my nephew when he comes home from school a long day of sitting with other snotty nosed children he comes home and he lays on the couch in his uniform clothes therefore there has been outside contact outside clothes have been touching the couch you know what I mean um People come home from work, like my mom or my dad, they'll sit at the kitchen table or they'll come home from work being, you know, in public places. My mom works at a school, so it's a whole bunch of little kids. Again, it's none of those kids. She gonna come home and sit on the couch. No, she come home, she sit at her, you know, her office desk and she does certain things. No, I have sat with my outside clothes on those areas. So I do not want to sit on the couch with my clean clothes and then take those outside germs to my bed. I know I sound crazy. I know I'm doing the most. I know, I know, I know. I'm still not doing it. So I'm not going to take a shot. I just came home from going to Walmart, going to a couple of places. I'm not going to sit on my bed. That's why I'm sitting on my floor. That's reserved. I'm not going to take a shower until I've done everything that I need to do. And when it's time to get in my bed, then I'll get in my bed. Sometimes what I'll do is if I already taken a shower, I'll wear 
lounging around the house clothes. So it's still comfortable, but those are clothes that I will allow to touch the outside forces. But once it's time to get in my bed, I'm taking those off. <laughs> I know, I know, guys. You don't have to tell me. I already know. I'm about to get up and get the scissors, the marker, the labels, and then we can get the show in the world. What else did I need? I needed a jar. I needed a jar so that I could put her little truffle candies in there. So let me go ahead and do that and then I'll come back and maybe we'll talk about something then. Okay, I hope you can hear me. If you can't, okay, that's cool. But if you can, I love that for me. So as I was out about in the house gathering all of the materials that I need for gift wrapping, I began to think about three things. So there's three things on my list that I want to talk about. So which one do I want to start with? I'm kind of forgetting. <laughs> kind of forgetting. So I know one was, I want to talk about the fact that um, do I want to have kids, right? The whole topic of kids. And then along with that, I wanted to talk about like my mom's robe and my future for that. And then the third thing that I wanted to talk about was the idea of this. It just dawned on me that this podcast are the pages that I always reference, right? These are the pages of my life that I always reference, me kind of like there's a part of my heart that wants like future kids of mine or my grandchildren or just people to like find this book of Kamari and like blow the dust off of it like it's this ancient book of Kamari and you open it up and you like hear all of these different things like a diary you know how you see on the on the movies when like you find like a hole in a wall and then there's a whole bunch of like war letters love letters to their lover at war or like you open up the you find a book in the closet somewhere and it's dusted and you have to blow the dust off of it and then you see somebody's memoir um yeah like that also, along with kind of like when you hear historians, they talk about certain facts that they know about ancient people from Victorian era and all these other different eras. And they're like, oh, we know this because such and such said in their memoir XYZ. They said in their memoir XYZ. They wrote in their diary about this and that. You know what I mean? Like, I want that, but at the same time, that scares me. And it just dawned on me that this podcast is literally the book and these episodes are literally the pages and I'm like what what is so cool to me I, I don't know it's super super cool so I like that it's there I like that this is here it's like kind of an open book but because I'm scared it's a book that I don't promote so if you come across this book if you come across this episode you just found a page to the book of my life and you're seeing something that's precious because I don't be promoting this people don't even know that this is out here so on this book and come on in and listen because this is literally a page of my life it's crazy I don't know it just it really occurred to me that this is what I always talk about, oh, that ancient book that somebody like finds the pages, even though it terrifies me. I made a whole podcast about how much it terrifies me for people to find all the pages and piece me together and figure me out. Ugh. But I'm kind of coming to the point where I'm kind of like, eh, it's not that bad after all, but we're not there yet. But that's super crazy to me. And I sound like one of those YouTubers that are like, oh my gosh, I literally vlogged my whole entire life. It's so crazy to think that this is my life. And I record everything about my life. But no, it literally, I can understand their sentiment. Because in a way, through podcast form, through audio form, I do the exact same thing. I just don't get paid for it. <laughs> that's besides the point. Um, The point is, I like the idea of this. So that's cool next up on my list kids so basically as I was scrolling on YouTube before I um almost desayed um got whatever I needed I was scrolling through YouTube and I saw this video called do I want kids and it got me thinking oh this could be a cool prompt for us to talk about as I'm wrapping gifts and stuff so I think this is what we're going to do until I run out of topics like we're gonna just find YouTube videos titles to spark conversation so the question do I want kids do I want kids 
you know what I was thinking about when I was washing the drawer that I'm going to use for my mom? I was like, do I want kids? What? What? Jesus loved the little kids. What? <laughs> if you don't know the meme from like, come on, so they say, are you a Nikki fan? And the girl was like, or the interviewer, the interviewer asked, are you a Nikki fan? And the girl was like, am I a Nikki fan? Pull up in the Sri Lanka. What? What? Like, I love that because first of all, that's not a Nikki, a Nikki lyric. So what was she saying? But do I want kids? Um, Yeah, I want kids, y'all. And I was legit thinking about this the other day. I was thinking about it. I was like, oh my gosh, how cool would it to be have to have kids? And I was kind of thinking about my why. Why do I want to have kids? Because oftentimes I hear a selfish reasoning for wanting to have kids. And I think, I don't know. What do I think? I think that kind of innately wanting to have kids is kind of selfish depending on your reasons. But then the whole idea of having kids is to be the opposite of selfish. So I honestly don't know the answer to that question posed. Like I hear a lot of people say it's selfish to want to have kids if XYZ, if you're not in a life position to care for them or if you just wanted them but you're not going to, you know, really put everything all in you know what I mean and so in that regard it can be seen as selfish but then the whole concept of parenting is to be selfless and I'm going to come from a biblical standpoint um, because that's something that I subscribe to that's truly the meaning of um, parenthood um at least how I believe that God has described it to be. It's this idea of selflessness, of continuously giving yourself and serving in this role. Like you're serving God and you're serving your children in this role as a parent. And it's not something to be glorified altogether. Although from what I hear, it is um, a privilege and it's something that people love and they feel so honored to be able to do it and it can be rewarding and all that kind of stuff. Parenting is hard from what I hear, y'all. So anyways, I don't know what I was talking about. My whys of why do I want to have kids? And honestly, I don't have a good answer. And that's what it brought me to the whole idea of like being selfish. Like, because I felt like my answers for wanting to have kids, my first thing wasn't so I can serve kids. <laughs> like that was my first idea. My first whys were things that were about me, like what I would want, what I think I would like, because I want one. You know what I mean? So let's go through that. Why do I want to have kids? I I want to have kids because I think that it would be a great opportunity for me to pour my love and devotion into something. Now, this reason that's about to come up, I do feel like it is selfish. I feel like I have a lot to give in this world and I would like to give it and pass it down through my child, like through my children. I want um, the nuggets that are me to be passed down through my children if that makes any sense whatsoever I, I don't know I don't know I just the idea of that is something I'm kind of not making sense so help me make sense y'all why do I want to have kids let's just talk unfiltered I'm not going to filter myself and try to make it sound right it just is what it is why do I want to have kids well one um, I feel that I think I would be a good parent and it's one of those things where it's kind of like I don't know what's on the other side of parenthood until you get there but I think that it would unlock something in me and it would challenge me to be a better person because I'm literally raising another human being um so yeah I want kids because I want to be able to pour my love into something to cultivate something and ultimately have that grow up and be its own being its unique individual being that contributes to to society and i want to be able to say that i contributed to that i don't want them to be me i don't want them to be an extension of me even though there are somewhat a reflection of me because i will be contributing to the earlier parts of their years but i just want them to uh, um, 
to give somebody all the tools that they need from the beginning and watch them flourish. And I think that having children and raising children more so, not having children, but raising children um, is one of the best ways that we can contribute to society. That's what it all comes down to for me. It's one of the best ways that I can see myself contributing to society. Because I know that in the, at the end of the day, if I raise good kids and they, they come out to be upstanding you know, citizens of the world and whatever they do and they contribute to their communities and it becomes this a domino effect, I am there for contributing to society via the people that I have touched in life being my kids because a lot of the changes that happen in the world they start at home and they start with the person and it starts within so if you can start within with your family have your reflect your family be a reflection of humanity's purest intentions which is God's purest design before you know everything has happened that would be cool I'm kind of talking around in circles, so I honestly do not know exactly what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about something, y'all. Follow me or else, you know? And I keep, like, answering the question over and over and over again. <laughs> do I want to have kids? Do I, what do I, want? I have no good reason. That's what it comes down to. Why do I want to have kids? I have no good, air quote, reason to want to have kids other than the fact of it's something that I've wanted right I like kids I like the idea of raising them I like the idea of giving them tools that they need such as love and respect and all these great values and stuff and instilling that in them and then having them take that and pour that into the world and have that shape the world in a way whatever way that means I don't really have grand goals when I think about changing the world I try not to think about it in a grand scheme way of like oh they're gonna be the next president even though they can be that if you want to whatever you want to be be that please however you want to contribute to society you know do that as long as it's a positive contribution for sure so yeah but while that's not what I'm always aiming for I would love it if that would happen, but my main goal is just to contribute to society in that way and um, reflect God in the process, you know? Is that a good answer? Who knows? I, lit a li I legit do not know if that's a good answer. I hope that it is. So now on to my story about my mom's robe. My mom has two silk or satin robes. I honestly do not know the difference between the two. She has a silk or a sat satin robe, robe. And um that is the robe that she when she had me, she wore one of them in her birth in like, you know, like photos after giving birth and she was holding me in the hospital room and stuff like that. She had that robe on. And I don't know. I'm such a nostalgic person and a sentimental person. I'm um, quickly coming to terms with that fact and I'm discovering that about myself. So I definitely want to wear that robe when I have my child slash and or children because I want to have that picture printed out, put it in my kid's baby book because one tradition that I want to start and continue for my family, I had a baby, I have a baby book and I, I always reference it and I look through it and I love the fact that I can look at this book and have a whole collection of pictures of me when I was a child and be able to say, this is what I looked like when I was a baby. This is me and my family when I was little. This is what my birthday party looked like. I love that. So I want that so much for my kids. So they're definitely going to have a baby book, period. No types of tampon. And I want that picture to be in the book. And I want my husband to smile wide. So that could be the first picture in the book. I don't know. I just love the idea of continuing things like that. Um, I know. I know. Bit much? Yeah. And if I have a C-section, I don't know what the rules are, but best believe my husband is sneaking a camera in there. He's taking some pictures with my stomach cut wide open because what did my mama do? She did the same thing. I don't know how they did I think that was back in the days when the protocols weren't really that serious because how she got a camera up in the delivery room with her belly cut open 
taking a picture of me coming out the room, straight out the room. Blood, meconium, vernix, everything. Not meconium, but vernix, everything, homie. And she taking a picture of me. Like, how that happen? How does that happen? How did she get past the comosidice? So I want the same exact thing if I have to have a cesarean um, section. I don't even know what, what do you call it? Cesarean section? Yeah. I feel like I'm talking around in circles. Circles and circles and circles and circles. And circles. Do I want to have kids? Yeah. Do I want to have kids? Yeah. How many kids do I want to have? I would say one or two. I'm not, I've never been one of those people to ever have desired a huge family. It's just not a, a desire of mine. Um, I don't know. I don't think that I could be a good parent to a lot of kids. That's one thing for sure. I do not think that I could be a good parent, a great parent, parent, an effective parent to more than three kids tops. I feel like I could do it. I would do it because I would have them and, you know, I'm not going to fall short. Um, but just realistically thinking, I don't think I have the energy and the means to be able to stretch that far. And that's just the fact of the matter. The more kids you have, the further you stretch. So you have to be gifted in that area to be able to do that or else you're bringing a lot of kids in the world and they're going to have scars and abandonment issues regardless and you like every kid in life is going to have some type of you know trauma whether it's like literally traumatic and super extreme but every kid is going to have their stories and their things of like oh I wish this could be better you know no matter how great of the kid that you can have but um realistically looking you need to be a gifted person if you're thinking of having a lot of kids in there. That's why when I think of my best friend and she wants to have a lot of kids, I can say, I can truly say, I know that she's going to be a great parent to all of them kids. To the core four plus Gabriel. She's going to be a really good parent to them because she's gifted in that area. She desires that. That's something that is so deep in her that she's really going to commit to that role. And she's going to do it well. And I can respect that. We need to listen to our callings and what is what we've been meant to do. And if you ain't supposed to be doing that, don't do that, girl. Because you're not going to do it well. That's bottom line. But, um, yeah, realistically, I would want to have, like, two kids, honestly. Because I would stop at one, but I do not want my first kid to feel grow up lonely that's something that I kind of got a feel of because I have a sister but she's 10 years older than me so growing up I didn't really have anybody in my age bracket to really play with and have that companionship um and I longed for that so bad I used to always want a baby sister but then I grew up and I was like ah no I'm fine being the only child like I understood the perks but when you're little you don't understand it and so for that reason I don't want her to grow up like that um I kind of want her to have a companion I know crazy I know selfish maybe who knows I'm not really sure but those are reasons why I would want to have two children I think that that would be such a cute little quaint family but here's the thing here's the como city say dilemma right I want to have two children, but I kind of want a big family. But I don't want a big family of my own, but I kind of want a big family. So what's going to have to happen is I'm going to have a little bit of children. And then the people that I am around in my community that I'm very close with, they need to have bigger families so that I can basically vicariously live through them and their bigger family. If that makes any sense. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want a lot of kids, but you have a lot of kids so my kids can be cousins with all your kids. And then we can have a large family that way. Like, that would work. Or I would like to marry into a big family. I think that's what I want. Because I like the idea of having a lot of people around. I kind of technically have a large extended family because growing up, I had my three closest cousins. They were there, plus my auntie Lisa and her she had three children, but realistically, only like one of them I was really close with because the other two were really older. But still, there was three kids there, three kids there, two kids from my mom. 
there was a lot of kids divvied up between all the kids. So I think that I kind of want that. I want to marry into a family that's pretty large because my family is already pretty large. And then I want to have my two kids. My kids can be friends and cousins with Hannah's kids. So they'll come about four or five kids there. Plus whoever else I'm close friends with and the kids that they're having. Plus whoever my husband is related to and their kids. Okay, that's the couple. You know, I'll make I'll make the difference up somewhere. Because I want a large family. I just don't want one of my own. And then when I have my two or three kids, say for instance, maybe they want a lot of kids. Then I'll have a lot of grandkids from them. And that's how we'll have a large family. Yeah, that's that's what's going to happen. And I love how, like, I love to paint my life as if I don't know if that's exactly what's going to happen. I don't know if that's something that God's going to be like, yeah, I want. What if he says he wants me to have five kids? I don't know. We're going to have to have a rene renegotiation meeting because, Lord, you know me. You know me. You, you don't want me to do that. <laughs> I know you don't. Please don't do that. Um... And it would suck if he was like, I don't think you should have kids at all. I'll, I'll be like, Lord, please renegotiate immediately. Um, but let's hope that, you know, he hear my prayers and he sent me down two kids. <laughs> Lord, forgive me for treating you like a, like a genie. I apologize. Forgive me for that. But yeah, that's what's going on here. I'm just talking y'all i ain't doing that much i'm just talking i don't even know if this is a good podcast but at this point sometimes i honestly am not concerned with what's a good podcast and what's not i'm not also not concerned with what's a long podcast and what's not because there comes a time when i have to realize what is the purpose of this episode is the purpose of this episode to really reach individuals and have them listen to this do I have something a word that I need someone to hear if that's the case then I'll be considerate of how long I'm going and the duration and all that kind of stuff if that's not the case and it's more so about me capturing memories for personal reasons of me wanting to be able to know that I have this to look at I'm not going to sacrifice that over the fact that oh this might be too long and people might not be able to share in that because at the end of the day the primary focus of this is me at this point so that's what I like to live by so that I don't get too caught up so if this is long trust me I will be the one to sit through an hour to two hour long podcast I will be the one if it's something that I wanted to listen to and that I loved so that's one thing that I can say <laughs> I am one of my biggest fans when it comes to this podcast and me listening. When the whole um, Spotify recap came out, guess who was my top podcast? Kamari's Place First, period. And I'm okay with that. Um, I'm okay with that. I kind of want to not be super proud of that. But at the end of the day, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. You need to like yourself, period. Like yourself. And I do. What was what was I talking about earlier? As far as oh insecurities and how it affects your confidence. And when you find confidence somewhere, you won't be bothered. And so I'm just trying to work on releasing certain things that I've been insecure about because once I release those I'm no longer affected by it the way that I once was. And that's a really key thing that I love. Like, I get so hype when I realize and start, I don't know how to communicate this. But basically, there will be certain areas where I am very confident in. And you're not going to shake me, especially if I'm confident in that area. I don't not care what's being said, what's being thrown my way, what's happening, because I am confident in that area. And so I love that feeling of being confident and then being tested in a way, whether jokingly or not, and not feeling some type of way and not being affected by that because I know that I'm strong in that area. I'm secure in that area. I'm confident in that area. And so 
I love that feeling and I want that feeling for the other places that I'm not as confident in, the places that I have insecurities. I want to get to the point where I can release that so that when anything is said, whether it's purposefully trying to antagonize me or whether it's just, you know, just being said, but it's a sore spot for me. So regardless of the other person's intent, it's going to bite me anyways. I want to get to the point where it does not bite me, that it does not affect me. So I'm really looking forward to the days where I can fully release a lot of those things. Um, Merry Christmas. Um, Merry Christmas. Grammy. So we got two gifts down. We're working on our third gift. These are all for my mom. So I'm filling up a jar. Some candies. Uh-uh, not a big old fire ant being down here. I bet you it came from the wrapping paper from outside. They do this to bother me. They do this to bother me. I just know it. I know they're doing this to bother me. But anyways, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Let's find a new talking point. Building the perfect guest room. I'm trying to find topics to talk about jingle bell jingle bell jingle all the way oh what fun it is to ride it on one horse over the sleigh jingle bell jingle bell jingle all the way oh what fun it is to ride it on one horse over the sleigh Dashing through the snow and on horse open sleigh over the hills we go. I need to find like talking points. Please spare me. And there was like a heavy windstorm the other day. So legit, um our Wi-Fi has been knocked out for going on two days now. And it's been crazy. We've just been using data, but don't nobody want to use no data. I need Wi-Fi. So, that's been a nightmare. But hopefully everything will be resolved soon. Hopefully everything will be resolved soon. I'm looking up talking topics. <laughs> you know it's something when you don't got nothing to talk about. Quality conversation starters. Random conversation. Funny story. Let me give you a funny story. So I remember one day, one time in my life, I was into the sky. And I wanted, to, it was like one of my first times actually like putting my foot out there a little bit and like putting an effort to get to know a guy and actually texting them beyond classroom hours because in high school when I had crushes my crushes usually were confined to school and then even further to like that class that I had them in um, for some reason I was very very like scared of commitment and talking to guys like outside of school and texting them and because that would require me to show interest to get their number or to text them on Instagram and stuff like that like that would require me to show some type of interest and let them know that I like them and that just wasn't in the books for me at the time um but I like this guy and so 
I was like, let me put in effort. Let me actually like text him on, you know, Instagram and kind of get to know him. So I didn't know where to start. So I was like, let me just look up random icebreakers to kind of like start a conversation. And I did that almost every day, I think, or every time I text him um, for a good while. Um, And then I quickly was reading the room. And I found out, well, I didn't find out, but I realized, oh, I'm the only one carrying this conversation. I don't like that feeling. You're giving very much dry energy. I'm no longer going to pour my energy into you. And so needless to say, it took me a, a while, a little bit longer than I should have. But I did definitely get around to the to the memo early enough that I, you know, saved my dignity, even though I don't feel like saving dignity is something that should be of higher priority, especially when it comes to like pursuing people and things like that. Like if you're trying to hold on to your dignity and your ego and all that kind of stuff, it's going to make dating and getting to know people um, a hard thingy. Like you have to open up. I always say the paradox of love is that you have to, um, how did I say it? I think it was like, you have to, risk it all to win it all to a degree like you have to be open and bear yourself and you have to risk being hurt to even have the chance of possibly you know air quote winning at love so if you're playing safe you're not gonna win at all you know what I mean like you gotta put yourself out there so I say all that to say that so that was my funny story about como city say conversation starters (laughs) (sighs) What do you do to get rid of stress? Avoid it. <laughs> I avoid it at all costs. When I find something that's a stressor for me, and I know that it's a stressor, I avoid it. That's one of my easiest ways to relieve stress or to relieve anxiety. Anything like that, if I know that, oh, this is the source of my anxiety or my stress, I try to avoid it. Sometimes that's not great because sometimes... Things need to get done and they're like, you know, important of high priority, but they're also stressful. So like I kind of put it off so much to the point that it's like, I'm compromising, como se dice, priorities. So then I have to do it. But that's what I tend to do when I am stressful. Actually, you know what? Let me end it right here and then I'm going to come back and I will continue these little questions. How do you think that sounds? Okay. As always, my friends, peace, positivity, productivity, prosperity, and a God sent perspective to you and everyone you know. And until next time, bye.